when the rains came Down in the hollow Playing a new game Laughing and running Hey, hey Skipping and jumping And good morning, everybody, and welcome to All Things SR Podcast. How's everybody this morning? And let's welcome Christy, Alexa, and Kenzie to the show today. Good morning. Good morning and welcome, friends. Uh, Christy, Alexa, and Kenzie are our special guests, as you may have seen in the chat uh, we put in this morning. Uh, We were able to have a few folks from... Um, straight from Atlanta, shall we say, uh, some of the fans who were able to go on set uh, for a special visit during Rapture. And we're super thrilled that they were all able to join us this morning. So thank you, ladies, and good morning. 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 <laughs> it's, uh, it's exciting. Yeah, I, the Syracuse set visit was so much fun. So I'm, I, I'm hoping you guys all had the same experience as we did when we did went to Syracuse. And uh, Karen and several of the uh, folks in the chat room are saying good morning and hello to Christy, Kenzie, and Alexa. Um, we we're going to start, of course, as we always do, with the announcements from SR, and then we're going to get the scoop about the set visit. Um, and Ashley said she's excited to get the details on their visit. So, so. that's good. That's good. So Pam, what does SR have to say? So Mr. SR, fine day. Mr. SR or Miss SR or <laughs> SRX, <laughs> whatever. Uh, <laughs> SRX. I think that's a new one. I can't wait to tell him you about know. that. SRX. No, you know, what can I tell you? It sounds like, you know, um, something from usually uh, sci-fi, <laughs> the sci-fi channel. Star SRS. Wars channel, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, he just mentions that the filming has wrapped in Belize, was wrapped in Belize on Thursday, I believe. Tosca's very proud of the work they've done, and he's looking forward to the forthcoming teasers, trailers, and eventually the finished products. Says they think they'll they will release part one this fall. I don't doesn't have a date yet, but it will de- it all depends upon the editing. Um, he especially wants to thank everyone for their support of uh, Passion Flicks, uh, and the cast and crew during this very long journey. You know, it's only been a year and a half in delay. Um, the Roman uh, released May thirtieth. Uh, on the Delaruzzi Edzioni uh, site for the Italian readers. And you are able to order it directly from Amazon IT and have it delivered to them in America if you so choose. Uh, Exmo of, Ru- of Russian uh, publishing uh, it has acquired the rights to Gabriel's Promise and they'll be releasing it in Russian in November. That's very cool. 
Yes. Yes. Um, and he's also said he should have a release date for the man in the black suit in Brazil shortly. He says he thinks they'll make the announcement fairly soon. He wants to everybody. I cannot know. wait for that. That's going to be. I cool, cannot yeah. wait for that. That has been such a long time coming. He he has been trying. They have been trying for months and months to get a uh, version out for Brazilian readers, especially mm. since Acacia is uh, the Brazilian heroine. Yeah, that's true. So that'll that be great. Very true. Uh, he's also saying he is writing and he is making progress on the new book. He doesn't have any details on it yet, but it's, it is there. Um, and he wants everybody to have a great weekend and to stay safe and get vaccinated if you're not. That's my two cents. Yes, that's Pam's two cents. He, um, he has so much going on. I mean, I really am excited. Um, you know, the fact that they had re-released, uh, and they had done the special on Gabriel's Inferno a couple weeks ago as well, and mm -hmm. kind of got the, that book, another you know, another round of readers are discovering it thanks to the $1.99 sale, which I know had ended. Mm -hmm. um, so it's, uh, you know, it's remarkable really when you think of it, because that book was published 10 years ago. Um, and the fact that we're, you know, there are more people finding out about it. It's just, it's super exciting. Mm -hmm. As Betty says, the boss is one busy man. And Ashley can't wait for the new book from SR. Neither can we. Neither I'm, can we. I'm just happy he's, it seems like his writing is really picked up. Um, and I cannot wait to hear what it's about. I just can't. No, I can't. I can't either. wait and to I, get I, new stories. And I think basically because of the, um, the, the pandemic, I mean, that's been hard on a lot of artists. He's mentioned that he's struggled a bit writing during the pandemic and, I think once everything starts opening up and he gets gets to travel, because, you know, he loves to travel when he researches the areas he's writing about, uh, I think that'll help him out a lot, too. So Definitely. And as Betty says, taking over the world is a lot of work. It is. And yes. And I think uh, the, worldwide, uh, <laughs> the worldwide campaign continues um, with the rapture. And with uh, the filming of Rapture, mm -hmm. and I cannot believe they just wrapped book two. I mean, it's what a long, strange trip that uh, filming process has been. Yep. Um, but they were able to get it done. And I'm so grateful and so thankful for pa Passion Flicks um, and for SR for being able to bring, bring these books to life. Um, and that's really what we're focused on today um, in terms of bringing this from page to screen um and betty you never disappoint eight minutes into the podcast and, and you're talking about paul uh, maybe the boss will get more inspiration if he travels with paul he might he might you know and, what, I, and i think the edits of paul and belize were very good <laughs> yes <laughs> i think it's great um i think uh, i think well, the actor James uh, James Andrew Fraser, who portrays Paul, is just he's a great guy, and um, he's been on the podcast before. And um, just the, I, the 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 commitment that all of the actors have to bringing these books to life is just, I think, such a gift to the fans. And mm -hmm. we are super lucky that Passion Flicks were a, was able to hire 
um, such talented actors as well as such caring and compassionate ones. And Mm -hmm. we're going to hear a little bit now. uh, The focus of today's podcast uh, is to get firsthand accounts of what it was like um, on the set. And we have uh, three three fans of SR, three fans of Passion Flicks on today with us. And uh, welcome, Christy. Welcome, Alexa. And welcome, Kenzie. Um, I wanted to start first with Christy. Could you share a little bit about your background with us? Um, so I, I've always been um, avid reader. Um, and I discovered SR after reading 50. A friend of ours, I was like, stay at home mom and uh, uh, team mom for Little League for a long time. And mm. the other moms on the team, she and I would buddy read. And we had gotten into a book funk. Like there was nothing that like was catching our attention. And um, through like a Goodreads list of like recommended romance novels, that's how we discovered SR and Professor Emerson. And the series has just become one of my favorites of all time. Um, and, and so from being the avid reader, I became a, a, a romance book blogger. And that journey took me into working um, in public, public relations for um, indie romance authors, which I did for a few years. And then I took a step back from that. And now I'm just back to being like a reader again. Which must be just a wonderful gift. I mean, to go from having, you know, really getting into the industry and then having a chance to step back and I think just purely enjoy reading, I think mm-hmm. would have been really great. Yeah, it's nice to be able to like read what I want to read again because when you're in the industry, sometimes the industry dictates what you read. Right, that's right. true. And I, and I think coming from you, someone who was in the industry and who is such an avid reader... The fact that um, SR's work is so high on your list, I think, I think speaks volumes. Um, and I'm, I, you know, I think yeah, you, you are among uh, you are among like-minded people on this podcast. I think SR's work really affects um, uh, everyone in terms of the storytelling and and the characters and all the goodness. So, um, style. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just saying his writing style is just so beautiful. That it is. That it is. We also have Alexa with us today. And Alexa, can you give us a little bit about your background? Absolutely. So I'm an art director and I work for a lot of different lifestyle brands, concepting and executing creative campaigns. I studied design, film and art history. So these books are definitely very close to me and there's you know so much interest there both in the story and we'll get a little bit more into the set visit of uh, mm-hmm. you know what I got to do there mm-hmm. um, but yeah and then I discovered uh, the books through my mother who is a women's fiction writer and uh, these books are you know the series is one of her favorites and she just spoke so highly of them all the time that I ended up reading them so it's something really nice that we can share together. I love that. That's, I think that's, that's beautiful. beautiful. That and uh, we also we also have Kenzie with us. Uh, many of you know Kenzie uh, from our podcast and being in the chat room. But Kenzie, tell us just a little bit about yourself for those who may not have um, interacted with you before. Um, yeah, so I 
discovered SR in November of 2014, and I was going through a really difficult time and was looking for something to read to basically escape. And I came across them, and I fell in love, and I'm just very glad that I I found these books. I think... We, there are many of us who've, who discovered SR's writing during really tough times. And I know for me personally, um, I, as I wrote to him in my first email that I wrote to him, um, actually my first email I ever wrote to an author, I said his work carried me through some very difficult periods. Um, so uh, again, it, it just, it goes to the beauty of art and the power of art and the power of storytelling. So and both in word and as as we now know through passion flicks through through film and uh and that's that's one of the nice things about passion flicks there have been a lot of passion flicks subscribers who have found sr's reading books through um the movies yeah and it's it's funny because you 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 see i i get tagged on messages every now and then for because somebody's like is there anything else that he's written or you know and you go back and forth and you you, then you go into the Florentine series and the man in the black suit and of course gable's promise and i'm like oh great you know and if they can find them i mean i i know some of the Florentine books are not in print at the moment but you can always get them on kindle or milk or whatever however you get your ebooks so well and you were mentioning passion flicks uh pam and obviously uh we were curious i know i know um for the set visit this part of this is being uh, either a founding member or a signature member and i'm curious how each of our guests learned about passion flicks and christy i wanted to start with you Mm -hmm. on uh, that so um, when I was um, a publicist, um, my business partner and I, we went to Atlanta for the Romance Times convention that year. And I think it was like the second to the last year RT um, happened. And then uh, the founder of it shut it down. But um, we were at RT when um, Tosca and Joni Kane were there and announced that Passion Flicks um, was coming. Oh, cool. So you were there right at the so I, of it. Yeah, so um, I did miss their um, their panel. However, uh, there was a lot of buzz about it. And we, um, I was, I think I joined like as soon as you could. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's great. What about you, Alexa? So I, when um, the channel first came to be, my mother was also watching a lot of the films and I was watching them with her. And then of course, last year, she was actually one of the people that got to go to Syracuse. Um, I was very jealous because Mm -hmm. I love, you know, film and being on set and everything. And I said, Mm -hmm. I want to go. So I loved hearing about her experience and, you know, we were hoping that there would be an opportunity for us to, you know, go together and experience, um, you know, some of the Passion Flicks events. That's great. great. And, and Kenzie, how about you? Um, How did you find out about uh, Passion Flicks? I found out about Passion Flicks. I think it was in the summer of 2019 when they optioned Gabriel's Inferno Mm -hmm. and, I signed up and 
about a year later became a founding member because I realized that the, the that the founding membership went to help you know creating the films mm-hmm. and um, you know you get all these incredible opportunities that have taken me on an unexpected journey that I'm mm-hmm. very grateful for. I love it. I love it. That's it's very true, and I think I think there was such a great demand um, and interest in in having these kind of experiences. I think that's uh, Passion Flicks was listening to the fan base, and I think that's why they created their signature membership as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and anyone interested in that, um, I'll just put the link uh, to Passion Flicks in. Yeah, because you can can still sign up as a signature member. Yes. And and they're they're fun. And the set visits are incredible. Definitely. So, uh, Christy, what can you tell us about your uh, visit to the set for Rapture? Um, For Rapture. So I was really fortunate that I was able to visit the set for um, Inferno, Mm-hmm. And then I was in Syracuse for the first part of filming for Rapture and then um, going to Atlanta this time. Um, it was different this time because there were a lot more people on set. My first two visits, there were only like three of us. This one, they had about 30 people because um, they were filming a scene where they needed a lot of people on set. Uh, and like in the audience, we filmed the graduation scene. Mm-hmm. But um, Which would have been fun. Yeah. It, it was fun. It was very, uh, it's just so lively and there's so much, there's so much excitement. Um, mm-hmm. it, it was different this time because of COVID. So we had to provide, um, our negative COVID tests. There's a nurse that checks you, um, checks your temperature before you're even allowed in the building. Um, they, they offer you, um, food and drinks, you know, just to keep you hydrated and they treat you like you are a part of the crew. That's um, so cool. Yeah, that is uh, cool. So it's nice because there were people there that I've known online mm-hmm. but haven't met in person. Um, there was a friend there that I met like five years ago at a book signing in Vegas, and she was there. So it was nice to reconnect with her. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's yeah. Cool. That was one of the things uh, when we got to go to Syracuse um, for Inferno. That was one of the things that was really enjoyable was getting to meet other fans from other parts of the country and also getting to meet um some of some of the fans that i arranged to be on the visit with because a lot of us had known each other from being online and i think many of you guys can relate to this we have this kind of this beautiful online sr family but to have a chance to meet people in person is just a special special gift and for me, that was one of the the best things about the set visit, mm-hmm. um, getting to getting to meet and and be on a working set with these these family members of mine that I never had a chance to really meet in person. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it, I think that's super cool that you got to connect or reconnect with someone that you had uh, met a couple years ago. And actually, Great. and being there with Kenzie and Effie and Alexa, um, because. Um, I feel like I know, I feel, I felt like I knew Alexa already through her mom, but Effie mm-hmm. and I, and, uh, you guys, um, like we've, we've been 
together through COVID. And so right. to find mm -hmm. Kenzie and Alexa in person and spend that time with them was a very special experience. I love it. I love it. And I'm seeing that uh, Brenda noted, oh, they need nurses on set? I volunteer as tribute. <laughs> Brenda, reach out to Passion Flicks in Atlanta. You never know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Where, where their next production is. You might be able to help them out. Uh, <laughs> I know Cheryl's on. I see Cheryl joined us, and Cheryl's one of the fans who live down, lives down in Atlanta. So um, uh, maybe Cheryl will be able to help uh, point you in the right direction. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> and and Betty says I volunteer to fan the cast. I'll bring a big feather fan, like the ones used in Egypt. <laughs> yes, I have a lot of feeling that we will have a lot of uh, volunteers. I'm uh, sure that. I'm sure that. And I and I can guarantee you the fan would be in only on one person. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure saying I'm here. I am here. So. Um, Alexa, let us tell us, you know, walk us through your day on set from your own perspective. How did yes. uh, how did it work through, um, uh, especially you being an art director and having this background in in the arts and in film? I, I really would love to hear uh, what your experience was like. Yeah, absolutely. So, of course, in the morning, I expected, you know, to to be an extra. Um, but I, you know, I was told you have to meet Dennis. And um, so I was introduced to Dennis first thing in the morning. And he was so sweet. You know, he took me up on the stage because, you know, it was the graduation scene. He said, mm -hmm. you have to come behind my camera. Let me show you a few things. And, um, you know, I figured because I don't ever want to get in anybody's way. And I know from being on set, um, just from my own profession, you know, there's a lot of people on the crew and you, you know, just want to let everybody work. So, you know, I thought it would be a few minutes where he'd show me a few things, but he was so sweet. Him and Tosca said, stay behind the camera all day, which was so wow, exciting to me. Um, I did not expect that at all. And, and, and um, for those who might not know, Dennis is the director of photography, the cinematographer, cinematographer. for, for um, the film. And for a lot of the productions, he works in tandem with Tosca. Um, they're, they're a really great combination. As and, Betty says, Dennis is the man. And he's also <laughs> an amazing cook from what I understand from when they have to go film someplace outside of where they normally would be. Like when they were in Italy, they share, apparently shared a, a house, all shared a house together and Dennis did most of the cooking. <laughs> That's so great. <laughs> but for you to be able to be behind the scenes, behind the camera all day, I just think, that must have been amazing. And, and also yeah. to be back there with Tosca as well as with Dennis. Um, and it was really, yeah. if, if Alexa like came and um, was like hanging out with me and Kenzie and Effie and mm -hmm. they would do something, Dennis would come and find her and say, yeah. hey, it's now. <laughs> I was going to say that. It was so sweet. If I, you oh. know, if I stepped away for a minute he would come find me and he would be like we're shooting this scene you have to come see it and you know there were certain scenes where I tried to be a little bit mindful of space again um mm -hmm. so one of the scenes was at the end of the day when we were um supposed to be in the nightclub of course it was shot at a different location than the previous movie and that was actually my favorite part of the day just because I said you know how are they going to do this or make it feel different and just watching the art and the craft of it and it was all about tight crops and like beautiful lighting on the faces and just like the little slivers of the 
the candles sitting on the table and the way Dennis cooled down the color on the camera to make it feel like this upscale nightclub. And it was just unbelievable to watch through that lens. So um, it was really an incredible day. And I'm so thankful, you know, that they let me do that. And they just kind of, you know, let me feel like a part of the crew. So it was, it was very, I'm very grateful. Oh, that's great. I think that's, I, I, and I think, you know, it's remarkable because it is a working set. And then you have that, like you said, you, they re and it's this welcoming environment. And I do, I credit Tosca for this. I mean, cause it really does start from the top. She sets that tone and, you know, it's, it's, it's bringing people in and bringing them along on the journey and, and having them, you know, it, it's, you are contributing to the process by being there too. Um, it's not just that you're off in the corner um, watching mm -hmm. and far away from them. You know, the fact that Dennis was coming over to you and saying, hey, let me show you this. I think that's, it's just wonderful. Um, and Kenzie, uh, tell us from your perspective about the day, um, uh, what, what you saw and what you did. Yeah, so... I also went to set for Inferno and I already knew it was going to be different, not only because of COVID, but because you can't replicate the first experience. Um, Correct. But COVID made things different, but not as much as I think people think. I felt incredibly safe on set. Um, and, you know, I think also having, you know, when we went to set, it was nine people and right. this time it was 30 people. And that definitely changed things because like Christy said it was it was more energy mm -hmm. um and not as intimate um but still just just going on set after being in COVID and you know I'm a I'm a hobbit <laughs> I like <laughs> being alone I don't mind that but with the past year that's been collectively really difficult for all of us um you know human connection is so important and I think where last time it was more about just being there and seeing everything. And it, this time it was more about human connection and going and throwing myself back into the world and like relearning the world. Mm -hmm. That was just the most um, incredible experience to kind of go back to a sort of family in a sense. It felt like a home because they're so kind and lovely and inclusive and they remember you and it, it just that is what mattered to me and it, it just meant a lot and it was really overwhelming and um it just it felt so good I love it I, that, I love it that is great that is great I'm so sorry I couldn't have gone I yeah. know I know <laughs> Hopefully next time. Yep. And and you all were mentioning that um, this the the primary scene they were filming was the graduation scene, which was must have been a lot to, um, for them to coordinate. Were they, were they having people sit in different sections, and did they shoot lots of different angles? Yeah. So um, they filmed. Uh, they had us as founding members, signature members there, but they also had some hired extras. And um, so the, they would have the first two rows in the auditorium, uh, people in cat gowns. And then um, the few rows behind would be the family members who were there to, to mm -hmm. see their loved ones. 
And so um, Tasca was very particular about who sat where. Mm-hmm. And she would move people around to make sure that um, every uh, founding or signature member who were there um, would be in frame at some point in time. That's yeah. the, the fact that they took they take the time to do that is extraordinary to me. Mm-hmm. Yes, it really, really is. And I had the honor of sitting next to Tom and Paul. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so I love it. I love it. Sitting next yeah, to Yeah, and I was able to see exactly how everyone was framed up. So after I was able to tell them, Kenzie, you were in the lower left. Or, you know, I got to tell everybody. And how was, the, know, vi- how was the visual, Alexa? How was the visual? It was great. I got to I see everybody. <laughs> yeah, up close. Yeah. <laughs> and it was very cute when, when Tosca was, was situating everybody and she had me next to Tom. And there's an empty seat in front of me. And um, she says, Christy. Kenzie is sitting in that chair in front of you. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, Ashley said, wow, Tom and Paul. <laughs> Lucky Kenzie. Well, uh, Christy's the one who was sitting between Tom and Paul, and then I guess Kenzie was in front of them from... Uh, <laughs> Betty. Betty just asked if you sniffed Tom and Paul. <laughs> Betty, you are hilarious. <laughs> Let's calm down. <laughs> Betty. They are lovely, I had met James before on um, previous set visits. Um, so it was nice, like, he's like, oh, hi, great to see you again, you know. And um, speaking to Tom, uh, uh, he was very lovely. But they all are. Mm-hmm. They're just yeah. so very kind and generous with their time. They are. I remember <laughs> that from our set visit. They are. Yeah. Yeah, they are. It's, it's extraordinary. I think they pull together a really special team of people to bring their projects together. And I've heard that, you know, on other productions that Passion Flicks does as well. So um, it's, it's really great. Um, what was it like to meet the cast and crew? Um, some of you, it would be their second, your second time. Um, Alexa, how was it for you since you've heard about it from your mother? um, What was it like to actually be able to talk to them? And did you have a chance to talk to them or were you pretty much uh, um, hanging with uh, Dennis and Tosca all day? I did. So during some of those, you know, down moments, they, like Christy said, are so generous with their time, so sweet. They made sure they spoke to every person. You know, they didn't say I have to run after X amount of people. They really made sure that every single founding member there got their moment with them. Um, and, you know, they they loved seeing how passionate everybody was about it and just speaking of everything. They were so encouraging, so sweet. And, um, you know, it was really such a nice experience. So I loved, you know, getting to see them from behind the camera and then also just being able to say hello. It was very mm-hmm. nice interaction. Yeah, I would think that would be really cool. Just in that perspective, um, I, I just, I, I can't say enough good things about that experience and I, I I was kind of the I was kind of the 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 camera geek when we were on set I, I went up and yeah, sure. talked to Dennis a little bit and Dennis Dennis did this you know he now I, I wasn't with them all day but he actually said hey do you want to you know do you want to see it because I expressed some interest in it and he said do you want to see what it's like behind the camera and then he took he took me and I grabbed Kenzie and we we just went and had a chance to mm-hmm. kind of see how he's lining up shots and 
you know, I, I also have a communications background, so I've, I've, I've been on sets mostly for commercial shoots before. Um, so it was just a really, and I was an extra in a film a million years ago. So I, I love, I love that whole filmmaking process. And, um, my daughter just graduated from, from film school as well. So I just, I had a really great appreciation. Um, and just really, it's, it's really remarkable that they do this for, um, the fans, the, the signature members and the founding members. It's just a remarkable benefit that I don't know of any other studio that does this. It's, it's so rare. It is very rare. Um, I, cause I were in Philadelphia M night Shyamalan has his studio here in the area. That's right. And you know, you never hear of anything and even, and I'm, I'm just bragging a little bit here. Uh, the, the guy who created, um, mayor of East town on HBO Yes. He was a graduate from my high school. Little after oh, me. Little after that's me. That's awesome. But I didn't realize that, Pam. Yeah, yeah. And you know, he and he had you know, he didn't have people around his set either. Mm-hmm. You know, I and I know when I lived in New York, um there were a couple people that came through. There were, in Yonkers, they were, uh, I think it was Brad Pitt and Dustin Hoffman did a movie. And one of the, somebody got a hold of the, you know, found out where they were going to be shooting that day and said, let's go with her daughter couple, and a couple of her daughter's friends. And, you know, they, they were not allowed on the set, but they were put aside and, uh, the um, Dustin Hoffman and, and Brad Pitt, she, I, I remember her telling me this, she said, we're in this room and we're all just kind of sitting there and all of a sudden these two faces show up around the corner and it was Brad Pitt and Dustin Hoffman. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, you don't get the same thing uh, with other production companies like you do with Passion Flicks. Well, I, I do know Tosca approaches the founding members as, you know, really one of the reasons why they, you know, the fans are why they make the film. Mm-hmm. She's doing this because she's a fan of romance. She wanted to be able to make the books come to life on film. And, I, I you know, it's just that appreciation and, and having, uh, Kenzie, I think the word you used was perfect in terms of de- de- describing it, that inclusive feeling and in, including uh, including you in the process, which is really great. And I'm just laughing, uh, Ashley, uh, because Betty said, Pam, did you go to high school with President Joe Biden? You know, uh, everyone. I, I did um. not. I did not. His <laughs> wife, though, went to Villanova, which was about a mile from my high school. And I think there's she, always a connection. There's always a connection. Um, and uh, he he was actually when his first wife and, and daughter were killed in that automobile accident. I was a junior in high school, so mm, yeah, that was that was horrible. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, and also, I wanted to note Ashley's saying that she's hoping to be a signature member and will have a chance to visit the set of Redemption. So I hope that for you too. Uh, yes, um, that would be really great. Um, and. Um, in terms of uh, additional questions, in terms of set visit, was there anything um, that surprised you um, or that you did not expect when you were visiting set? And uh, Christy, if you want to start with that, we can do the round robin. <laughs> I think the 
they just remembered me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Like and, and like they just were like genuinely like happy to see you and um really that they remembered me. <laughs> yeah. That's great. And meeting Allie, um and like, talking to her, it's and she just like everybody there just um I guess I keep coming back to how inclusive it is and how accessible everybody is. And I thought with there being so many people on set that it would be a lot more structured and, mm-hmm. um, but they, but it was still very, uh, I'm, I'm stumbling on my words today. I'm sorry, you guys. Oh uh, no, you're, you're, you're great. And, and as you can hear in the background, we are at the halftime show. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I heard a little Christmas music going through there, so <laughs> not to throw you off, ladies, but we did warn you. Yes. <laughs> and you know, Tasca will um, Tasca also like shares little tidbits of like what's coming up that mm-hmm. she hasn't shared in the um, founding members lounge yet. So mm-hmm. um, things will be moving along soon on Tangled. <laughs> mm-hmm. So. Oh, I cannot wait for that. I love that book. I love, love, love Emma Chase. Yes. So. That. And, uh, <laughs> and I'm, Franca, you just made me laugh out loud. I just saw your question. <laughs> she, Franca said, hey, no one has mentioned Julio yet. Was he there? <laughs> yes, he was there. <laughs> he showed up. In a Franca, you make me laugh. I love it. He showed yeah. up, left, and got a haircut, and came mm-hmm. back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, because we filmed the graduation scene, and obviously Gabriel's not, you know, right. there for that. But they did film, so they filmed the graduation scene, which took about five or six hours, I think. And mm-hmm. then they filmed the, I believe it's the Four Seasons in Philadelphia, uh, the hallway scene after Aaron and Rachel's wedding. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And then they filmed Krista um, at the bar at Lobby and then in the bathroom at Lobby. And then at that same location, they filmed her in her apartment receiving Pecciani's email. Um, so that's what they filmed that day. But he, he though he was only in one scene that day, mm-hmm. um, he was very gracious. And, you know, he, he came and he, you know, spent time with us and took pictures and signed and it was uh yeah it was just really lovely to see him and for him to you know give us his time I think that's great I think that's great um uh, Betty you just made me laugh out loud she I said know. so just to make sure no one sat on Paul's lap right no Talk, Leslie. <laughs> no you're safe Betty I think you're safe <laughs> uh I had it was not my fault Betty I just will say that um, Betty's referring to when we were on the set visit and I had been talking with Dennis cause I was sitting right next to where he was framing mm-hmm. the shot when they were in the coffee shop. And he's like, why don't I go take, you can, you can go over next to them. I'll take your picture. I was like, Dennis, are you sure? And he, he's like, yeah, you know, he's, he's the man, right? So he's the, the guy behind the camera. I said, okay. So I walked over there and he said, no, no, sit down, sit down. <laughs> and, um, and I kept thinking all the my time, Betty is going to kill me. Mm-hmm. Betty is going to kill me. I, I thought I Betty was going to jump out of her. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that was the reference. So that was funny. Um, <laughs> yes, Betty said Gabriel couldn't be. She said thanks for the reassurance. 
Um, and then she said Gabriel couldn't be in the graduation. Otherwise, he would get arrested and there would be a big commotion. He didn't want to interrupt the ceremony. <laughs> <laughs> and Ashley said, I'm going to faint meeting Julio and Melanie. I'm going to lose it. No, you you know what, Ashley? I think you feel it's, it's that anticipation. But when mm. you're on set and you have that feeling of inclusion and you also have that feeling of respect and responsibility that you need to... Um, you, you're part of this and you need to have... Uh, be, be part of this working set, you know, you need to be where you're supposed to be and you, you mm -hmm. have to, you know, you're, you're being directed by Tosca, you know, in some places if you're, if you're getting on camera. So, and you, you will and, be great. And, you will and they're all so kind and generous and lovely that you, you, you will not faint or lose it, even though no. you think you might. And, and you also, you you're, you're respectful of their, their method. I mean, all right. actors have a different way of getting to around to doing a part. And, you you know, you, you keep that in mind as well. This I, is true. And what, you know, one our, thing I saw, this, oh, go ahead. I said, when, when we saw Julio at the set, he was very focused with Tom and for, because he was giving that opening scene in, in Gabriel's Inferno. That was the right, Tom. 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 His diction coach, not Tom. The character Tom. Right. Yes. To clarify, yeah, Tom um, is a professor at Syracuse University who was hired to um, be one of the dialogue or the dialect coaches. And um, so they, uh, if you've seen online, you've you've probably seen Tom in uh, some of Julio's uh, posts uh, because they are like brothers. I mean, they are really, they have a really great working relationship. And, um, I, I've said it before, the, the intensity and the dedication and the drive and the work ethic that Julio and all of them, but mm -hmm. I mean, Julio in particular, um, impressed me. Uh, I've met a lot of hardworking people, but man, he, he put every ounce and fiber of his being into this role and it is remarkable. Mm -hmm. That's what he was doing when he came back from his hair. Mm -hmm. He and Tom were sitting out, um, outside in the shade, um, and they were working together and he was working on, on um, his diary. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, it's, the first experience of him walking behind people when we were first getting the set in, in Inferno and all you hear is angel fucker, angel fucker, angel fucker. And he, <laughs> he wasn't necessarily saying it to get a rise out of anybody. He was saying it so he could say it correctly. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. Betty just noted that. She says, I seem to remember Tom and Julia rehearsing angel, blah, 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 with too much passion and enthusiasm. <laughs> they really did. And, um, Franca wanted to note, noted that sadly, unless Tosca decides to come film Redemption in South Africa, her chances of ever being on set is nil to never. So she loves living it through your experiences, ladies. Mm -hmm. I know that's one of the, that's one of the reasons why we wanted to have people who were on set come and chat because, you know, not everyone's going to be able to get to go. Even if you're in country, it's sometimes difficult to get there. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's great to just hear the perspective and hear how these books that we love are being transformed into film and what it takes to have uh, the filmmaking experience. And I'll, then also learn a little bit about what the cast and crew 
are like. And, and uh, it's just, I love hearing about this. So I, again, thank you so much for joining us and telling us about this. Were there any other surprises or things you didn't expect, um, Alexa or Kenzie? Um, this one's kind of funny, but I definitely assumed that there would be more sort of blooper takes. And I mean, the <laughs> actors got their lines perfect on every single take. There wasn't like a single, you know, thing. So I think, um, you know, you just shoot multiple takes for the safety of it. And of course, when you're in the editing room and seeing what's best, but there were no bad takes. Um, so that was wow. surprising to me, um, you know, with all the scenes that were shot throughout the day, they really um, nailed all of them. And then I had mentioned this before, but I just really was amazed at how they were able to transform the spaces mm-hmm. into, you know, the university lobby and just everything. It was incredible to watch um, from what I was looking at in front of my eyes to what I was seeing behind the camera. Um, it was really incredible. Now, were I'm you, really glad were you... you mentioned that because I was curious how, you know, obviously they were filming in a different state, you know, a different state, a different stage. Um, but some of these places were the same places that were in the books. So I'm really cool to hear that. Now, were you on like a sound stage, or was it? We were uh, not. We were on location. Um, okay. So we were, I think we were in some sort of town hall or something for the graduation scene. It was a pretty small auditorium. So that was really incredible to watch because they just, you know, they, they framed it really tightly. Mm-hmm. So you'll never be able to tell. And then, of course, you know, they had their set designer. Um, design all like the banners and everything to the back of the stage and Mm -hmm. a lot of it was just shooting from their perspective which was interesting so of course they pan the audience but then you know you have that shot of um, Melanie looking you know into the audience Mm -hmm. and looking um, for Gabriel yeah yeah seeing the empty um, I should say Julia (laughs) Um, you know seeing the empty chair and it was really just her eye line so Mm -hmm. it was really all about the, the focus and like how tight the camera was that, you know, these spaces could be so transformed. Um, and the, again, with lobby, it was just so interesting because I know they had shot it in a different location the first mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's incredible. I even saw, um, you know, on the passion flicks, Instagram, one of the, the screenshots from, um, you know, Krista in the mm-hmm. bar and mm-hmm. it was incredible to see what it looked like. And like I said, they really cooled down the tones and it looked so upscale and it mm-hmm. just really transformed you out of that place that we were in. Um, yeah, that is super, mm-hmm. super yeah. cool. That was definitely my favorite part of the day. Yeah. One thing, um, Cheryl had mentioned, uh, was Cheryl being the Atlanta, um, our Atlanta connection here. She said, you know, it's great that the actors post during filming, but it might be safer if they don't post signs or note phrases because she said her daughter and her figured out the locations and based on some of the location, the locale signs, um, it could be easy to find. So we might pass that note along to our well, you know, fashion flicks. Well, and then James took a picture of his script and posted that and on the script in the upper corner gave you the address as to where it was going to be filmed. But I think people are also being respectful too. True. You know, you can't just show up on a set. It just doesn't work that way. And um, Betty asked a great question. Um, How small is Professor Picton? And did anyone speak to her? She's tiny. She was in heels and she was shorter than me. And I'm only 5'1", so she was tiny. Wow. I didn't realize she was that petite. Yeah, she was. She was 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 feisty. Yeah. (laughs) 
she was she so was funny. <laughs> I was on the stage with her because, of course, she was sitting. Um, she was would have been giving out the diplomas, and I just was amazed at how perfect she was for that role. Um, just seeing, you know, seeing her in person, um, she was so great. Yeah, she she but. was like picked in in real life. Like she was making these offhand comments and just very straight face and it was I mean she was perfect and I don't I don't believe anyone got the chance to meet her because she came in she did her bit and then she left so wow she probably was on a tight schedule very (laughs) and like Mm -hmm. Ashley says wow I'm taller than Professor Picton (laughs) yes yes she was tiny um Betty also asked did anyone see Dean Aris or Dean Martin no, they weren't there. <laughs> they weren't there. And <laughs> um, Chad asked if Picton is her name in real life. Yes, yeah, she is a real person that SR used in the novel. Yeah, the actor is not, though, correct? No. Correct. No. Right, right. Yeah, but that that is the only person who is, um, I think, a real uh, figure in that book. So that we're aware of. Uh, that we're aware of, yes, of course. SR keeps his, you know, mm-hmm. keeps his mysteries mm-hmm. around him. So, yes. uh, so uh, you know, I, I'm loving hearing all this behind the scenes stuff. This is really, really great. Um, I was curious, though, of of everything you experienced that day. Um, what was the most memorable? Uh, part about your visit whoever wants to start (laughs) I think it was just the the you know extraordinary opportunity of being there and Mm -hmm. like Christy said like the fact that people remembered me is very shocking and I don't think that will ever not be shocking but they're just so kind and they care and that's important and um you know being able to meet Allie after like connecting with her for the past year um that was that was really lovely and mental. Yeah, what was Allie? What was Allie like, and what was she doing while um, while you were there? Was she taking? Was, I know she does candid sometimes. So I was curious. Was she taking pictures or? No, she uh, was just working like on mm-hmm. her all day. Like she worked so hard and tirelessly, and um, she's also was just so sweet and like just the the genuineness of being excited to like see people. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I really loved meeting her she was so kind and welcoming um and and yeah I just I just really loved meeting her and I, I just I really really love and adore these people they're just great human beings and I just realized uh for those of you who may not know Allie is the director of marketing and public relations for passion flicks so mm-hmm. she um does all the promotion um she's she actually came on board right when they were starting Gabriel's Inferno. So if I recall, I think that was the first film that she was on where she was able to promote it. Yeah, I think um, it was. I think she was. Because I remember when we were talking with Tosca uh, about the podcast and everything. And um, mm-hmm. she, you know, she mentioned she got, you exchanged numbers, if I'm not mistaken, or emails. Right, right. That's it's great. Um, uh, Betty asked if anyone tried the peanut butter and pickle sandwich. I did when I got home. <laughs> I you? did when I got home, and it um, oh. yeah, it wasn't the worst thing I ever ate, but I would not like to have it again. 
<laughs> well, there's a new, there, there's a new one out now. It's um, was it watermelon with yellow mustard? <laughs> Franca says that sounds like the worst sandwich ever, Betty. Um, Franca, the, the cast members were eating that. I think uh, wasn't that because Melanie was trying to have something to eat and no, it was because or, Tom. Tom. He, Tom said Tom. the video that his mom ate it when she was pregnant. Oh gosh. <laughs> oh, and I thought about Ashley. Ashley is their. Um, the makeup artist and mm -hmm. co uh, God bless her. She's seven months pregnant, I think. Um, mm -hmm. And she was on that hot, hot set. How was temperature wise guys? I wanted to ask you about that being in Atlanta. Um, Cause I'm sure there probably were points they had to turn off uh, the HVAC for sound quality. Was anything like that happening? Were you guys sitting there sweating in your robes or? I felt fine. <laughs> I think yeah, was, I, didn't, I didn't even think about it. I think oh, good, I think it good. was cool in both places actually. Yeah, great. Yeah, great, great, great. Well, well, in the second location, they couldn't get the air conditioning off, so oh no, <laughs> the noise was a bit of a problem for Tosca. Oh, yeah, yeah that that I'm can sure. be a problem. Yeah, uh, and Karen Karen said she ate her <clears throat> sandwiches as kids. She says it has to be dill. Crock pickles and good peanut butter. Wow, I had never heard of that combination. Neither have I. Um, yeah, and and Betty noted that Ashley looks beautiful. Yes, um, yeah. yeah, she does. And her pictures from Belize. Um, yeah, I just I wish she was she was a, a great um, person to chat with on the set, and um, I wish her the best as she. Uh, she finishes her pregnancy. Yes. Um, and she cracked me up because when, when, when we were in Syracuse, she was constantly running over and fixing, fixing uh, Julia's hair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. When Noreen was. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, and, um, yeah, because, you know, the professor is always so crisp and has right. every hair in place. So, yeah, every, every few minutes she had to make sure everything was yeah. just so um, very, very well. Uh, a very well manicured man. Yes. So, um, so uh, Christy, how about you? Uh, what was the most memorable thing about your visit? Um, I like just the whole day. I just mm -hmm. it's it's just a really cool experience to visit a film set in general. Um, but I think it's just super special to be part of the production of seeing one of your favorite novels go from page to screen. Mm -hmm. And um, so I just kind of took a lot of, of the day with me. Mm -hmm. um, I love it. From, from sitting and talking to uh, Tom, the dialect coach, um, to having lunch with Dennis. Mm -hmm. um, oh, great. Sit and what was lunch like? Once was lunch like? Because I know under COVID they have to do different yeah. protocols. Mm -hmm. um, it was like, in, instead of having the buffet that they would have for um, cast and crew, mm -hmm. like they did on previous sets, this time it was, it was all bag lunches. Yeah, I was I was curious if they were you and you sat down and mm -hmm. so you kind of just went through the line and, and got your bag lunch. Wow, that's <laughs> 
box um, lunches are always good, and I think my little boo-boo has gotten his claw caught in his fur. Oh, oh we hear, I hear him. I, I hear him. Uh, so, and you had, when was, actually, I didn't even ask you guys, when, when were you to arrive on set? What time did you guys start your day? Uh, call time was at 1030. Okay. Okay. So it wasn't crazy early for you. Oh, and Betty asked, what was for lunch? Uh, chicken sandwiches, pasta salads, and chips. Your traditional boxed lunch. Nicely carved. Nicely carved. They also had like pre-made bags of snacks. They had like fruit and granola bars. Like little things like that in it for us. And bottled water was available all day. Oh, that's good. Yeah. You got to stay hydrated. Um Yes, no, no peanut butter and pickle sandwiches for lunch, Betty. No. <laughs> she was saying. And Franca is still not, it's still saying that that would not tempt her, peanut butter and pickles. Oh, no, no, thank you. I just, I, I find it amazing that, Karen, that was another thing that you ate. I think that's just fascinating. Mm-hmm. Um, and Alexa, what about you in terms of uh, your most memorable Definitely the opportunity I was given, um, you know, just to stay behind the camera. I really got to speak to so many of the crew members. I had so many questions. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there's so many key players in that. And there's so many things I wanted to know about. And everyone was just so nice. And I was so thankful for the opportunity. Like I said, you know, I didn't want to feel like I was getting in anybody's way. That You know, they're working and, you know, spaces are tight and limited. And I just thought it was incredible how they mm-hmm. let me follow that journey with them all day. So it was definitely the day of a lifetime. And I'm so thankful. Well, that's oh, I am. I, I am with you. I think that's and that's remarkable. I'm so glad that you had um, a chance to be a part of that cool, that, mm-hmm. that, that, really unique experience. And, and Lori had noted how nice that they took care of you all. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, another memorable moment was um, like, I got, it seems like the UOT Toronto follows <laughs> me around. Mm-hmm. So getting like, I had messaged SR before going and I'm like, you know, this is the scene they're filming. I hope I can be like in a cap and gown and, and SR like agreed. And um, when I got there, I wasn't going to, you know, tell Tosca what to do or anything, but she, (laughs) she turned and she goes, do you want to be put in a cap and gown? And I didn't even think about it. And I was just like, yes. And I love it. It it would be smart to pass up on that opportunity. So I, I got put in a cap and gown. I really (laughs) loved it. It made me really happy. And, um, so you can you can say you unofficially graduated from the University of Toronto. Well, that's the thing because it was a kind of funny moment was no one knew what tassel like side the tassel went on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we just kept like flipping, and then Christy was helping me, and um, and then they were all outside, and I got to see um, like Julia walk across the stage and have picked and hand her diploma and. Uh, something that will always be memorable to me because it just it, there goes Walter there goes Walter because someone's delivering something and they're on the front porch and he can see them <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, but uh, 
sitting in there, they were kind of paused for a moment. Um, I don't know, like fixing something. So Melanie was just standing on her mark and, and Dennis like came up from the camera and he waved at me from the stage. And then, um, and then like, as kind of the day went by, then Melanie was standing up there and she, she waved to me and that just, I don't know. It just meant a lot. It's that connection. And I, as you both, as you both, you and Christy were noted, you know, how special it is that they remembered you from the last time you visited and, and from yeah. your, your comments on uh, social media. I just think that's, um, it's the, it's the, it's the connection and it's that inclusivity, yeah. um, you know, of, of the community. And I think they do, you know, to show that they do read their comments, mm-hmm. um, that they do, um, like to interact with, uh, with, uh, fans. And I just think, I think that's really special. And I love the fact I was, I was thinking, um, if they were doing that scene, they would definitely want you in a cap and gown. I mean, you're the right age, the right look, the right demographic. And they mm-hmm. had you as a student, um, that you were a student, um, in Gabriel's Inferno. That's right. Um, so I think it, I think it makes perfect sense. And I'm, I, how, how happy I am for you, Kenzie, that you got to do that. Um, oh, and Betty's asking, uh, who was the valedictorian? Did anyone pretend to give a speech? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Oh, and Franca, Franca, we are at about 10 o'clock and Franca said, um, she has to say goodbye. And she said, it's so cold here today, ladies, nothing like the Northern hemisphere. Um, but, uh, but very cold for Africa. Uh, going to say goodbye is my homemade chicken soup. Um, busy making is calling me. Thank you for sharing your fabulous day with us. Alexa, please tell your mom I said hello. And thank you, Pam and Leslie, for another great podcast. Have a fabulous weekend, everyone. So, Franca, have enjoy. a lovely weekend. Stay warm and enjoy that chicken soup. I Absolutely. Have a lovely afternoon. Have a good weekend, Franca. <laughs> um, yeah, Lori just said um, this was really great, Kenzie. And uh, <laughs> Betty asked if you hummed uh, the graduation song. <laughs> Did they have music? I mean, how like was sound? Pumpkins? No. They, they just had us pause for a bit so they could get sound. Mm-hmm. I figured all that will be done in post-production, yeah, be done. right? Yeah. They'll add that in. Because they, they probably have to get all the, you know, their universal rights together for that, so once they get that all together and then they'll edit it in. And I'm sure that my friend Marlene, who uh, is, you know, she's Julio's favorite fan. So she says, <laughs> since she watches him every night before she goes to bed, um, <laughs> she will want to know, she will want to know how were the hugs? Oh, <laughs> That was the, that, I'm not a hugger, but that was one of the best feelings. Cause like I said, with COVID, um, I, I actually told Allie, I'm like, this is like my, f- like first time getting a hug in over a year and a half. And, um, it just, right. yeah, that, that, it just felt so good to like yeah. hug, you know, like, well, I, I had handwritten cards to, um, Tosca and Melanie and Julio, uh, cause I didn't know who else was going to be there. And, I gave it to Tosca and she read it and then we hugged and I just, I just burst into tears and I, I told Tosca, I'm like, this is going to be a thing when you see me. <laughs> Cause it just, <laughs> I don't know. I, that for me, it just, it gets really overwhelming. 
because all these emotions like build up in me. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, Kenzie, I'm right so, there with you half the time. Trust me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I burst into tears and then, um, and then she pulled back and I saw tears were like streaming down her face. And again, that human connection, I can't say it enough. It, it, it's so important and it means a lot. And I know I sound like a broken record, but there's sometimes there's no words that I can find, at least in the English language to describe an experience or a feeling. And that this is just one of those moments where I can, Mm -hmm. I can't put it into words. It's just a feeling. And, um, and then that's when Effie, I, you know, Effie's like looking at me, like I'm the weirdest person in the world for crying. And, (laughs) and then I'm like, yeah, you know, she, I'm like, you just, she didn't really understand it, I guess. And and then I said, they're not just books to me. They're, there's so much more than that. Um, they're a part of me. And, and then Effie's like, what? And I'm like, they're not just <laughs> books. And then I think she was like, what do you mean? They're not boats. And then me and Ellie just started laughing. <laughs> oh, that Effie sounds goes, right. <laughs> Effie's like, I can't hear a damn thing with that mask over your mouth. <laughs> I well, missed I, that, but that's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 Julio, you know, oh my gosh, he, you know, he and Melanie just give the best hugs, and so I just, I kind of, me and Melanie just kept hugging, and I kept going in for a hug with her, and and then me and Julio, uh, Julio, just blew me away, and we had a conversation, and it just, it meant the world to me, and. And we hugged a lot, and I guess I was just trying to soak it all up because it just, it it just, yeah. I don't really know what to say. It just it means a lot. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, well, I, and that's I, I ask about the hugs because he does give such great hugs. I know, but there, I, there's a picture, and he's like completely just hunched over, and I thought that because he said it back. Well, said, I mean, unless unless you you or Melanie are standing on boxes, you guys are about well, the same height. So he, he um. <laughs> He just was completely just bound, so and I tall. felt bad because his back hurt. I'm sure it hurt because he's tall, and he's having to bend over to to uh, to to uh, do everything since he's, uh, you know, what six three? Yeah, mm-hmm. six three, six four. I mean, he's a tall man. And even, I mean, I felt so short, but then, like, Effie and Alexa are actually shorter than I am. And Melanie <laughs> was really short. And I think Melanie, I was even shorter than Melanie. Yeah, and Melanie she was, was taller excited. than all, yeah, she was taller than all three of us because she was wearing heels. So oh, yeah. Funny. I love it. I love it. <sighs> any other, any other special moments that you want to add? I know we're after 10, so we were trying to keep it around an hour. Um, I'm, I'm just reading some of the comments, uh. Lori said she gets it, Kenzie. Um, and Elliot said, uh, she, she's glad you had a great time on set, ladies. Happy movie graduation, Kenzie. <laughs> so excited that you had that experience. And, I see. Um, <laughs> and Betty said, that all can be solved. You can just ask Julio to carry you in his arms. <laughs> Except if his back is bad. <laughs> yeah. Hello, little pumpkin. He's a small or he's a pretty strong guy. I don't think that would be a problem for him. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, and when did, okay, so you got there at 1030. How long was, you said the graduation, it took like 
five or six hours to shoot, which is, again, amazing if you think how many hours it takes to pull that together for a couple minutes on film. Yeah. Um, when, uh, when were you, when did you leave set? They wrapped like after 10. Wow. I think it was 11, wasn't it? Yeah. I think it was a little later than that. Yeah. 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 Yep. Cause we got back at the hotel at like midnight. So. Yeah. Wow. What a That's long, amazing. but beautifully memorable day. Um, yeah. I cannot thank you guys enough for joining us this morning to let us hear a little bit about what it was like on the ground and and live vicariously through you yes yes um as brenda said thank you for sharing ladies beautiful experiences to listen to and Mm. i cannot agree anymore um thank you so much for joining us yes any um hoping that you can join us again in the future um oh and um Ms. Epiphany said, Betty, I spoke with James and he mentioned you as one of the loyal Team Call fans. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's I great. absolutely love it's it. Great. And as Ashley said, thanks so much for sharing. So um, any, any other last words before we ask Pam what the, the song of what the, the our closing, song of the closing I, is? I would like to say it. When um, I first went to set for Inferno, I didn't know anybody, you know, I didn't know anybody on set. And I met um, Lauren, who um, is has become a very good friend. And through Lauren and through Passion Flicks and through our love of SR's books, mm-hmm. um, we've kind of created this, this friendship and community that we... Um, you know, we were, we've been doing these Zoom meetings, this group of friends that mm-hmm. includes Effie and Kenzie and Leslie and Pam and um, a few other people. And that meeting you guys and chatting with you guys over the past year via Zoom and then actually getting to meet Kenzie and Effie and Alexa in person and share that with them. It's yeah. just, it, it's a remarkable thing how a series of books can bring people together. Uh, yeah. Together. And you yeah. guys were a lifeline during COVID. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, we've said that we, we've, we've commented, I think all of us in one way or another have commented mm-hmm. about that, about how this community really helped sustain um, a lot of us during COVID. You know, as yeah. Kenzie said, you know, your first hug post COVID, you know, outside of your immediate family was going on this set visit, your, you know, your first kind of excursion outside um, into a very uh, safe, controlled environment. Mm-hmm. Um, it is that human connection. I think that's what's so beautiful. And I love the fact this yeah. is one of the, the positive things about technology and one of the yeah. positive things about social media is being mm-hmm. able to have a connection and meet other folks who uh, love, uh, love these stories and love these books as much as yeah. we all do. Um, and I've been, I've been reflecting on that, like the past, like few weeks. And it's just, you know, we came up on the one year anniversary of part one and the situation that we're all in, um, and how we all came together. And it was just this very warm, welcoming, exciting time in a very scary unknown time. Mm-hmm. And, um, it was just very special. And, um, 
you know, I also was thinking about when I re- when I was rereading Rapture before going to set and just how extraordinary it is to have a book change your life. And, you know, it's like if I hadn't read these books when I did, like, who knows? But it's what the books mean to me and what they make me feel and then the experiences that it's given me. I can't even really fathom it because it's so it's that it's just insane and but it's it's really it's a really beautiful thing that I am grateful for every day and I don't take advantage of it yeah it, it really does make you appreciate everything and I'm, I'm just very very happy to see SR's dream come true and the and the you know just most most faithful uh, we uh, we've said before how um, fortunate we are that they were able to connect um, with Passion Flicks, and that Passion Flicks was this beautiful vision that Tosca had um, because the the way that her commitment to being so true to the story and so true to the author's vision um, really is a gift. It's a gift to all of us and. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just really thankful for it. And as Betty just noted, um, I cannot wait to see the finished product. No, neither can yeah. I. It's going to be great. It's going to be beautiful. It's going to mm-hmm. be heartbreaking and beautiful because I will, I, I will cry the entire time. <laughs> yeah. I will. I will cry the entire time. Uh, yes. so, I'm, oh, I'm definitely excited to see it now on the screen from behind the lens. I'm so interested to see what my perspective will be on it and just yeah. kind of knowing mm-hmm. what was behind the camera now, you know, mm-hmm. versus the first time. So yeah, I'm yeah. very excited. It does. Uh, I know. You know, and one of the things, Rapture is always a hard book for me to read because of that breakup yeah. scene. And, you know, I know that they get back together and everything comes out fine. But, you know, it's like when yeah. I'm, I'm reading the series, I, I just dread reading Rapture all the time. So I love it. Uh, that book is so beautiful, beautifully written. It is so yeah. heart-wrenching, though. I yeah. I was so emotional during Gabriel's Inferno. I, I, <laughs> I do not know how I will handle Rapture. I mean, yeah. it's going to be, it is, it's going to be so beautiful to watch though. And the performances, Melanie is just, they're just, they're pitch perfect. Julio, I, the whole crew and the whole cast. I can't wait. I really can't wait to see it. Yeah. Um, and I just want to say a special hello. Dahlia just joined, and I'm saying we're towards the end of the podcast, Dahlia, but you know you can listen to it any time. We right. had, um, and you won't want to miss this one uh, because we have uh, Christy, Kenzie, and Alexa who joined us today to talk about the set visit to Rapture. And uh, yes, Betty, Paul's heartbreak scene in Rapture will be the end of her it is it's um and I honestly I cannot wait to see Jane's portrayal of that because I think it will be it will be gut-wrenching I mean there's just so many scenes though that are heartbreaking with the not only the breakup but the you know Paul and that and and Mm -hmm. and 
Maya and Grace and him going on a spiritual journey and mm -hmm. the, the reunion scene. I mean, it's just a lot. It's a a, lot. I, I cannot wait to see a CC. I know that's going to be. Uh, that yeah. that spiritual journey for Gabriel is such a special part of yeah. the book. Yeah. Um, I just uh, the 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 scenes in Italy. I mean, yeah. just and and uh -huh. the scenes they just saw it this week in Belize. Mm -hmm. I mean, just I, I I cannot I can only imagine how lush and beautiful and vibrant uh, the cinematography is going to be for the beach scenes yeah I just I, I and I just I, I have to say I think all of this is a blessing for SR and it's just a very blessed set and movie and I think mm. it's because of SR oh definitely oh, oh that's it a all starts with the author a big big part the of the author mm -hmm. and, and, and yes Betty Melanie was beautiful in her green dress <laughs> she's yeah. she's an angel oh yeah wait, she's stunning the red dress we we saw her and oh yeah, um, oh like that was like the one rule we are of any of the pictures that we took on set mm -hmm. we are not allowed yeah. by Netflix to share a picture of her in that red dress. It's yeah. that. <laughs> I cannot wait to see it. I cannot. She wait to came see out it. and I was just like, <gasps> like <laughs> she's just beautiful. Ah, oh. uh, and uh, Dahlia said, "So happy you are all on air. I can imagine." The set visit was out of this world. She wants to redo her whole honeymoon just watching the Belize pictures. Yeah. I know. There's always and the Betty second says, honeymoon. I bet Kenzie has placed the order already for the dress and shoes. <laughs> <laughs> uh -huh. Betty, you're so funny. You're so funny. Oh, gosh. So. Betty's not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. So we can, so we can attach it to the uh, collection. <laughs> yes. I love it. Yes. Oh, my gosh. It's going to be so great. Um, and, you know, we have a whole other film then mm -hmm. to look forward to. Because uh, mm -hmm. I think I, 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 I struggle with what book is my favorite of the series. I, I think Rapture kind of edges out Redemption, but I'm not sure. I just love them all so much. But seeing Redemption is going to be phenomenal. I, I just, I'm so happy there's, I, I'm so happy they signed up to the trilogy. Um, mm. Oh, Dahlia has a good question. And I know we were, were starting to wind down, but I think this is a good one. Did any of you get to keep any souvenirs from the set? I know you took so much to the cast, but how about the other way around? So... <laughs> Um, it's going to sound cheesy, but it's all of these people have gained a place in my heart. I just, I really love these people. So I think that's like the only thing that I took away from it mm -hmm. and, and you know, it. having like incredible memories. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, we were allowed to bring, um, to get signed. So, um, I had my copy of Rapture that has a signed book plate. For yeah. Us. And, um, um, so every cast member that I could, um, ask them to sign it. Mm -hmm. And uh, Julio was very sweet. Um, he, he's the only one who personalized it. And and I was I've been um, learning Italian over the past year, my, my COVID boredom buster. And I love it. Asked him to just I'm like you can write whatever you want to write. Just please write it in Italian. And he wrote the most beautiful sentiment. Oh, <laughs> I love it. I love yeah. it. And yeah. I think he so must have loved the fact that you asked. 
him to sign it in Italian. I just think that's yeah. so beautiful. Yeah. I got uh, Rapture signed and Julio's book, Nutshell. And mm-hmm. I also got the DVD signed. And like Christy said, they they just wrote really beautiful, sweet messages that mean a lot. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's mm-hmm. awesome. And, and Dahlia said it wasn't that wasn't a cheesy sentiment, Kenzie. It's heartfelt, and that's so <laughs> it was sweet. cheesy. No, <laughs> and and um, and Brenda said I agree. Rapture for me edges out the rest. And Betty noted that she is just not ready for redemption. She does not want to see Paul kissing Allison. So. <laughs> <laughs> Betty, you're so funny. Well, don't worry because we have um, we have rapture to look forward to first, and I cannot wait to see it, especially after talking with you three ladies today. So, um, I can't thank you enough for joining us this morning. Yes, it's been great. It has been great. So, I am going to leave us a little bit with some Gordon Lightfoot, good Canadian. Oh, very singer, nice songwriter. And I love it. I love it. So if you could read my mind. So thank you again for joining us. And ladies, next week we'll be doing chapter 25. Never thought I could act this way